welcome to episode one of Marcus Aurelius's Meditations for Modern Life. This is going to be a very brief introduction before I move on to passage one. And later down the line, I may introduce some episodes where we dissect a bit more about the man himself and his life and apply some context as well to the world at the time. But the idea here is to actually go through and break down the passages from meditations and hopefully open them up to you in a way that you can see the relevance when applied to the context of your own life and therefore benefit from these incredible words of wisdom that we wrote 1,500 years ago over that. Now, whilst I do want to start the start, ultimately we'll cover most of the passages in the book. I will perhaps miss some out where I feel we're just going to be repeating ourselves over and over. Now, at the same time, there is merit to, of course, the fact that Marcus Aurelius wrote these passages that may have, you know, very similar, a very similar message to something that he's wrote previously. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves of certain things. So there will be an element of that as well. But um, at the same time, I will be aware that uh, I don't want to be breaking things down and giving the same explanation over and over again. So... We will assess that and which passages to do as I go, but there's only one starting point. And for me, that's the first passage of book two. The reason that I'm starting at book two is book one is seen more as like a, an almost like a thanks, if you like, where he kind of reflects on the people who've taught him certain things in his, his younger life and kind of gives, gives thanks to it. We believe that's probably wrote after the other meditations. Um, but book two is where we start with his own thoughts um, and his own sort of perceptions on things as well. So, without further ado, here is passage one from book two. Say to yourself, first thing in the morning, today I shall meet people who are meddling, ungrateful, aggressive, treacherous, malicious, unsocial. All this has afflicted them through their ignorance of true good and evil. But I have seen that the nature of good is what is right, and the nature of evil, what is wrong. And I have reflected that the nature of the offender himself is akin to my own, not a kinship of blood or seed, but a sharing in the same mind, the same fragment of divinity. Therefore, I cannot be harmed by any of them, as none will infect me with their wrong. Nor can I be angry with my kinsman or hate him. We were born for cooperation, like feet, like hands, like eyelids, like the rows of upper and lower teeth. So to work in opposition to one another is against nature, and anger or rejection is opposition. Okay, what an amazing place to start. Now, as I've talked about with the title, um, this is basically about breaking these passages down and applying them to your modern life in a way that can ultimately help you live a life of happiness. And effectively, that's what um, the, you know, the, the Stoics were all about. Um, it was basically a way to live life whereby we didn't actually have to sort of look at um, external things for pleasure. We would focus on the things that we can control and not the things that we can't. The only thing that we can completely control is our mind. You know, anything else we may lose. We may lose the ability, even some parts of our body at stages. But the mind, we always have complete control over. So therefore, we can perceive things how we choose. 
And it's those perceptions that will ultimately lead us to be happy, to be sad, um, or no emotion at all. When we talk about the meeting of people who will be meddling, ungrateful, aggressive, treacherous, malicious, unsocial, firstly, the reason for saying this first thing in the morning is to dissolve a fantasy. Okay, so we're not waking up with expectations that everybody is going to share the same values as as us and that everybody is going to be acting in the same way that we would in the situations that they're in. Okay, so those things are going to happen throughout the day, most days. You know, maybe not all together and maybe in varying amounts as well, but they will happen through, you know, in some context throughout each day in daily life. Now, if you accept and know that those things are going to happen from the start of your day, you're not setting yourself up for disappointment because you're chasing a fantasy that everything is going to be good and just as you want it to be. Now, when Marcus then mentions that uh, the offender is akin to himself, uh, not in kinship of blood or seed, but sharing in the same mind, there's a couple of ways that we can look at this. And the first one being that everything is connected. Okay, if, if you look at how the universe started, we're effectively stardust. We're all just a series of atoms. And, you know, the coincidences, for example, to me, are just are not just coincidences. There is some ultimate, like, connection, um, greater power in the universe that we're just like, t- starting to scratch the surface of. But even going back, you know, over 1,500 years ago, there was a belief that there was still this connection between all living things as well. But ultimately, what he's also saying there is that as human beings, we will naturally all share the same traits okay so there is no kind of one-sidedness no one's always nice no one's always mean but like we perceive those traits based on our own values so let's take where he mentions ungrateful for example you know so you may come across and or experience or perceive someone being ungrateful now ultimately if you look back over your own life there will be periods of time where you've shown ingratitude as well And at the time, you may not have even realized that you're doing it because to your values, to the things that matter to you, you're not necessarily showing ingratitude, but you may have been doing to the person who, um, who perceived you as, perceived you, sorry, as being ungrateful, being ungrateful. Okay. So let's, let's take an example. Okay. So you're helping a friend move house. Um, and you've given up a lot of time to do so. You're there all day. You're helping them pack and moving all this stuff around. And to you, that is a big thing. You're going out of your way to do so. And therefore, at the end of the day, when they just say, okay, thanks, see you later, you perceive that as being ungrateful. However, that person may just believe that's what friends do. And it's something that they do normally all the time. So they've not actually thought themselves as being ungrateful. However, when you move house, they may be jumping up and offering to help and not expecting any any thanks in return, simply because to them, that is in their values, that friendship is just what we do. But there may be another situation um, where they've perceived you as being ungrateful for doing something because you didn't express the gratitude that they would expect if they were in that situation. Okay, so ultimately, how we express things like gratitude just depends on the circumstances we're in. 
and our own previous experiences that have led us to perceive things a certain way. Okay, so whilst, you know, it's natural to feel those things, it's also important to realise that we all express those same traits. You know, you may term those as negative traits. We all express negative and positive traits. You know, there's no human who's only nice. There's no human who's only mean, etc. We're all sometimes nice, sometimes mean. And the other thing with this as well is that control of your mind. Now, do those things alone actually cause you any harm? Can you control them? You can't control them. There are many things throughout the day that will probably happen that you can't control. So therefore, if you expect those things to happen, they could be good things, they could be bad. They're just things and you don't have, um, you know, a sort of biased perspective to them. Then ultimately, you don't need to let those things get to you because the one thing you can control is your mind. And one of the ways to do that is to actually understand that if everyone was always nice and those things didn't happen, the world wouldn't progress. You wouldn't be challenged. You wouldn't be listening to this right now. You wouldn't be wanting to improve your own life, your own happiness and your own thoughts. So the message to take away from this is that negatives will always happen in life. All people display the same traits. So anything that you're resenting in someone else, you will have displayed in some way, form or another to somebody else at some time as well. And everything is connected. Okay, so there's no need to sort of hate anyone because ultimately the universe is perfect as it is and everything plays a role in life progressing the way that it does and making up what is ultimately a beautiful, beautiful universe. And the only thing that we ourselves can control is our own thoughts and mind and how we perceive things. Nothing is labelled good or bad until we put a label on it ourselves. Thank you for listening and I'll see you again with episode two.